0: hi sunshine i'm natasha your host for the shine online podcast and the founder of soul studio In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no-fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Today, we have a live replay, and it is with a conversation that I'm having with Brie Designs, who is my co host for the 30 day Reels Challenge. Let me tell you, when she messaged me, hey, do you want to host a 30 day challenge about Reels? And we literally had only connected a few times, but I was like, heck yes, let's do it. I honestly had no clue what type of journey it would be for two Instagram marketers literally across the world from each other, meeting really late, meeting really early, to put together this Reels Challenge and essentially figure out Reels together. So in this podcast episode, we really review, you know, what did the 30 Day Reels Challenge teach us and what do we think is next for your Instagram strategy? Should it be stories? Should it be carousels? Should it be reels? We are going to cover it all. And of course, if you want to access the 30-Day Reels Challenge prompts yourself, the private group, or my mini course about reels, we've linked the links for you to purchase them in the show notes. So I have a mini course featuring the prompts, which is if you want more support. And then Brie has an ebook with all 60 prompts and the private group. So take your pick. They're both going to be very, very awesome for your Reels strategy. So let's dive right into today's live replay episode. We're here. Hi, guys. We are here.
1: Natasha, do you want to take it away since we are podcasting?
0: Yeah. So we're podcasting on Breeze Live, which I think is really fun. So, I mean, engage the same, ask us all the questions. But we're just going to dive into some like kind of higher level content strategy related to Instagram, because I feel like Reels, I mean, it's been around two months now, so it's still very new, but a lot of things that I think as like strategists and coaches and and, in the space that we've been navigating. So I want to first start off by us just talking about like, after hosting the Reels Challenge, what are our thoughts? Like, what do we think about Reels? Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so jumping into
1: the Reels Challenge, 30 Day Reels Challenge, it was honestly a little bit overwhelming because I just didn't even know what to expect and I remember we did the first day, we did the second day and it was like, wow, this thing has some power, like this thing, there's some real force behind it and it actually surprises you, like some days it's just kind of an average day, the other days you're like, whoa, like this video is really going crazy and then the results that it starts to create it really blew out my mind and I know that a lot of people in the challenge they were sending us screenshots of like oh my god I'm in the hashtags I'm in this I'm in that and so it really showed us that it was just so powerful
0: Yeah, I agree. It's so cool seeing all the challengers comment that they were just so happy to be a part of it. And I think, yeah, we were definitely on the same page with that, where I feel like we had both used reels. We both were familiar with TikTok. So like, we were like, okay, we can kind of see the direction things are going in, but it was still so new to the point where like, we were going in just as blind as everyone else. So What surprised me, I think the most is that there was such a wide range of businesses, but also like account sizes that saw results. Like even people that had like a hundred or even like less than a hundred followers still saw like so many awesome results, which I think is just really cool.
1: Yeah. I think the best feedback was when someone say had 200 followers, like let's talk about uh, Roger Coles. Like he came in with, I think twenty. Six followers and yeah. like he has a background in graphic design so he's he's pretty skilled at what he does but he came in he really i like he caught my eye because he really engaged in the accountability groups it was a bit funny he was yeah. very supportive and um i remember seeing his videos and he really just took the challenge on like he just he took it wholeheartedly he put in tons of effort tons of time putting his videos together and it showed because he he grew to about I don't know 250 followers so far and he, some of his videos got like 60,000 views which is so crazy so crazy so he did some of the most entertaining reels that we saw and you know it really doesn't matter where you start you can have start with 20 followers and use reels to start to build your account
0: yeah, I completely agree. I think Rogers definitely like put a smile on all of our faces. And it kind of got me thinking, this is kind of like off track, but I feel like we both are strategists. We both really encourage people to show up. And I think, you know, Roger's is a great example of like, if you really put in the work and effort, like you will see results. What's something that like, is like a big thing, like pushback you always get from maybe clients, like your followers about showing up that kind of reels debunked for you?
1: Yeah, I guess. Oh, that is such a, a tough question. Maybe do you want to answer that first? And then I'll, I'll gather my thoughts.
0: Yeah, I feel like for me with reels, because they are almost like, I mean, stories, we think of it as being like more personal, more behind the scenes. But I feel like if anything, reels kind of made it feel like you can have a personality, you can be yourself, you can just show up and have fun and figure it out with the rest of us. And like, you don't have to have... All these things—you don't have to be a dancer. You don't know have to be funny. Like all these things that we think hold us back. I feel like if anything, reels completely just pushes by the wayside, um, which has been really cool. Yeah. Now that you mention
1: it, it's the time thing. Like there is a bit of a t- like a learning curve when you do get started, right. and that's why. In the Saturday Reels Challenge, we added so many tutorials, prompts, and we really based it off people what people needed. Right. But once you get over that learning curve, like some of my best, like my best video just recently, it took me like six seconds to create. Like I literally just found a song, I put it in position, right. I mouthed the words, I posted it, and it's done so well. So it, it really shows you that digital marketing and Instagram marketing doesn't have to take as much time as you think.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And let's dive into the time portion because I feel like that's one of the biggest pushbacks I get and probably you as well, where they're like, my reels are just taking too long. It takes too much time. It's not worth the time. What are your thoughts on that? We've already touched on it. Like there's definitely a learning curve, but what do you think? It's worth the time investment. Once you learn it, let's think about
1: it like this. Like you put in two units of effort Onto your Instagram and currently you're getting two units of effort back right so it's two and if you're starting new you might be putting 10 units of effort in and you might only be getting two units of effort back when you're starting as you get better and better and better you start to put two you get two back with reels you put in two and you're getting 10 back so the results are kind of magnified so who wouldn't want to invest in that learning curve So that you can get 10 times the results of the effort that you're putting in.
0: Right. I completely agree with that. And I think that just in business and Instagram in general, like to learn anything new, there's going to be a learning curve. Like literally me and you both had a learning curve. We have everyone here saying, yes, it took forever for that first video. And I think that's natural. You have to give yourself time and space to like play with the interface, knowing that it's a completely new type of content
1: yeah and also i think one of the most powerful things that we did in the reels challenge was that we showed examples and we constantly showed the inspiration of what everyone else was doing because then we can start to analyze and go okay when i put myself in natural lighting it looked better when i did points when i you know when i executed my video better like wow this is the results that this prompt could create how can i do this for myself so i really like that we showed them basically this is what you do and then they could follow it really easily.
0: Right. Yeah, I completely agree. And I I would love to talk about like our content strategies moving forward because with the challenge, we like put everything on hold. We're like, (laughs) we're just doing stories, but like we really were just going all in with reels and like now that we're kind of getting into like a different flow of things, like what is your content strategy moving forward for like yourself and your clients?
1: yeah it's such a great question and i think because we both took on Reels so wholeheartedly we really gave it a go right we we, because i think what a lot of people do is they maybe try reels and their first video didn't do as well and so they stopped trying and so for us because we pushed through to those 30 days we could actually become better through that process and so because Mm -hmm. of that process i am a big fan of Reels. so Moving forward, it's it's for me personally is eighty percent reels, and then there's going to be roughly ten percent carousels and ten percent of other video marketing efforts. I do love a, a, a you know professional photo here and there, but I literally have scrapped anything else that is image wise because for me it's it's about what can I how can I get the most out of what I do, um, and also how can I gain the most organic reach? Because I don't know if you hear it a lot, people always blame the algorithm for not working and it's pushing things down when we say certain things and like if we take people off Instagram like I I hear all these things all the time and I just think like if (laughs) if you put the work in and you start to use the parts of Instagram that are going to promote you for example reels then you're going to get more results than what uh posting a picture of your coffee will.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. I feel like we definitely take like the same approach where it's like if you're consistently showing up and you're having fun with your content and you're offering value, you just have to be consistent and patient. But I do agree that I think Reels have definitely like sped up both of our growth, saw tons of engagement and like really helped us connect with our audiences. Like I know you did some polls on your stories, I know I did a post where people were commenting and overall people said they either found us from Reels or reels are like their favorite way to engage with our content. Why do you think that is? I was like thinking the other day and I'm like, why is it reels? Is it because it's short? Is it because it's more entertaining? Like, what is it about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been in the Reels Explore page ditch as well, and I've found a wow. ton of amazing accounts that I wouldn't have discovered before. And it's very similar to TikTok. It's like you wouldn't discover these people and they're really high impact videos if you weren't, you know, looking at the platform. Because if I saw them make, I don't know, because I guess it's Reels is a way to stand out, it's a way to really be different. And in video marketing, I know you're the queen of video marketing. It's really allowing you to build that no lack trust factor even faster. Um, What are your thoughts on it?
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think that in a lot of ways, it took what was really successful with stories. Like it's bite-sized. It's not so perfect. You kind of can like binge them. Like you could like just keep scrolling and scrolling and looping reels and it never would stop. And kind of the same thing happens with stories. And I love lives. I mean, we're doing a live. I love IGTV. I think each type of video plays a role, but I think accessibility wise and connection wise that those are just my absolute favorite Content to really create because they still can be high value. It's not because they're shorter that they're not in a lot of ways. But I think when you think of Instagram, you know, people are saying like, oh, I got to use hashtags to get discovered and I got to tag my location. And like, we've heard all the strategies that like quote unquote work and like they're important. And I think we all, you know, use them. But in a lot of ways, I think that just using video and being consistent and collaborating, I feel like is honestly the best way to grow. Like, I don't even remember the last time I discovered an account on a hashtag, but like, I do remember that. Like, I, I think I found you through Diana and like Diana, I probably found her through someone else. And it's like, I feel like if anything, like the networking with video is like that secret growth hack. That's like way better than like all the things we're supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. And I love that you brought that up.
1: And this is an interesting challenge for anyone that's on here today is jump on your Instagram stories and ask your audience where they found you on Instagram, because it is the most interesting experiment ever. And just like Natasha has said, It's not through hashtags like what you think. I'm I'm sure there's probably a few. Maybe if you focus on hashtags, you might have a few more than us. But it really is about that video marketing and that relationship building and collaboration. So um, focus there if you really want to grow your account.
0: Yes, I completely agree. So we're kind of both pivoting in a direction. We're focusing more on reels, more on high value, like content on our feeds. So like, I'm curious, what do you think is like the sweet spot for like how often post reels? I know we were doing five a week, which is like a lot. <laughs> so like, do you think there's, cause I know with TikTok, it says like you should do three to five a day. Like that's like the rumor for TikTok. So do you think there's like the same thing for reels?
1: Yeah, it's look i really don't like giving a number out because people will take a number and they will go and post three times a week or five times a week or one time right. a week but they're not they think oh i've done my post tick the box and then i'm right. done for the day whereas what you need to be focusing on is you need to be like the, the detective so you need to i guess analyze your post what's working what's not working was it the caption was it the video lighting like start to analyze why it was working or not working, and then what I like to recommend—I'm sure Natasha, and you're the same—is do more of what's working. So if you, uh, I really love this term. I'm—I have to give credit to the person that made it up, but I can't think of the name. But it's called edutainment, and it's educational and entertainment reels, which we've been doing, like the funny voiceovers and things like that. And those ones are really lighthearted. So you. I mean, whenever I do one of them, they get massive growth. So when I look at my Instagram stats, I'm like, okay, they work really well. I'm going to do more of that. But maybe when it comes to the educational content, uh, and it might be a little bit heavy, I might stick to my own pace, which might be once a week. So the person, if you're listening to this, you really have to be the detective, the scientist, and figure out your – look at your analytics. We can't look at our Reels analytics just yet. but right start to find out what's working for you and adjust accordingly what do you think
0: yeah i completely agree i think i always like to tell people like post with what you can maintain consistently but also we want to keep the quality like if you're just pumping out a bunch of reels and they're not high quality it's not really going to be that result and of course the challenge like we were pumping out like a lot of reels but they were like really strategic focused prompts so i definitely agree with you that you really want to focus your energy on where you can be making the best impact and just treating it all like an experiment. Like it's not a copy and paste strategy. Like what works for Brie doesn't work for me. You know, everything's going to be different. So I I totally agree with that. We have a little bit of question. Where do you find the funny voiceovers? And I think this kind of piggybacks on all the music questions people have, but I know like, it's so weird. Like I feel like you can find them inside Instagram, but a lot of times it's like kind of, copying things that are we're seeing on TikTok.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's relevant on TikTok and we make it relevant on Instagram. Personally, what I do is I find there are certain creators that they have really taken on these um, voiceover, funny voiceovers on their account. So I have a, a few go-tos that I'm like, okay, I know she has funny voiceovers and I'll go to her page. One of them is, her name is Brittany Lancaster, and she's amazing. She does really great work. I love her TikTok, and she does a lot of these funny voiceovers. So that's where I get a lot of mine from. How about yourself, Natasha?
0: Yeah, a lot of mine are from TikTok. Um, I know that there's now a new feature I saw where you can actually save sounds if you have the music sticker with Reels. So that's very cool. Do you have it yet? I haven't
1: even tried. I think I saw it like last night on Instagram, but I haven't tried it yet.
0: That's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, with original sounds, luckily, that could be something that I could utilize. But I, I find that I just usually save them in TikTok and kind of go from there. Um, this is another question with glitches. I know we've been seeing like there's 30 seconds now, which is very exciting. But it's one of those things that I've seen people have it and some people don't. Have you heard anything different, Bree?
1: Yeah, so one of the biggest um, challenges we've had throughout this challenge is that there's been a lot of glitches, and Instagram sometimes won't allow you to post your reels to your feed, and mm. it's been a bit of a pain in the butt <laughs> for us—not for us, but for, for the people that are experiencing it. And so, what I've been uh, kind of in the DMs with a couple of people, and one girl in particular, uh, her name's—I think it's Nomad Communications—and. She couldn't post her reels to her feed and then one day it just switched and she could start posting Mm -hmm. her reels to her feed. So with these glitches, we really don't have an answer. you are going to have to wait and hope for the best that it um, comes back
0: yeah. I think the same thing's gonna apply for the thirty second thing. I think just make sure your app's always updated. But yeah, I think that's very natural with like a new app. I feel like until it's like six months to a year old, there's gonna be all the funky things. but definitely you can still create all the reels. I thought it's so funny that thirty seconds, literally like the day before the challenge ends, like it was hysterical to us. Like, do you think that it's gonna move towards a minute? or what do you think about the time thing?
1: that's such an interesting question. You know, when we did the challenge, I was so, even though 15 seconds didn't feel like enough, I really adapted to it. I was really quick and succinct and it worked really well. And when we got the 30 seconds, I literally spent like two hours trying to make a reels into a 30 second reels. And I was struggling because I was like, there's so much time and it it really got to me. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do 15 seconds. And I was happy with that. Yeah, Amy says 30 seconds seems too long and it it did for me as well. But I think if you are doing maybe like educational face to camera with your voice, then 30 seconds could work really well. But when you're trying to do a pointing one, you know, 15 seconds is really all you need.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like if anything, I kind of loved the challenge of 15 seconds. And I feel like there's no secret that people have lower attention spans. And I feel like especially on Instagram. So I feel like, and we've even like played around with under 15 seconds. Like people think that 15 seconds is limiting. And I feel like if anything, it's like kind of a challenge in a lot of ways. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, One thing I did want to cover is a really great question is how do you think reels will affect like holiday campaigns i know black friday is pretty big in the states but i know everyone has that type of thing like cyber monday all the sales all the promotions for the holidays what do you think
1: yeah so the holiday season isn't as big like obviously christmas is really big in australia but like halloween's not really a thing here like black right. friday all of those things are not a big thing so i would
0: love to hear it from you what, what you think about this Yeah. I would love to see more brands using reels. I feel like I don't see, like, I feel like influencers, like small businesses where there's like a personal brand, I feel like I've definitely seen them really stepping up to the plate with reels, but I feel like I can't even think off the top of my head where I'm like, this brand is just doing amazing on reels. So I feel like brands wise, I'm curious how they're going to really bring it in and and hopefully utilize that because I think it's a really powerful way to promote But as for like small businesses like us, like I'm not running any Black Friday sales or anything like that. But I think that if you're launching anything, a reel should always be a part of the mix. Um, I think it's a really great way to show energy, to make it exciting, to make it fun. I feel like reels never feel really pushy or salesy if you do them the right way, of course. Um, So I think for promoting, they're really great. What do you think about them in terms of just like launching in general?
1: Yeah, so one lady, Alicia, um, her the social impact, so she's used Reels to launch her latest course and she did it in a really fun and edu- uh, entertaining way and I really loved it because, You know, If you want to sell some things and you want to make people aware of your latest launches, then why not make it fun? Why not show up on video rather than the classic, um, I don't know, we're we're launching (laughs) Canva template. So, yeah, definitely use Reels to make it more exciting because we all know that when we're launching something, energy is everything. We really need to show up with energy and that's why Instagram Stories is in our favour when we're launching something. So why not translate that? into Instagram Reels as well what do you what do you think
0: yeah, I completely agree. I feel like energy is everything when it comes to launching. So I think I could totally see like with the few seconds you have in a reel, like for maybe that last second, you know, saying something exciting's coming during like a pre-launch phase. And I could totally see it like for a launch phase, like I've done it to help promote my shop and stuff. And I just feel like it's a really great way to do it. And I know even just off the top of my head, I can think of Claire. I know she did some, I know like a lot of people did it in the challenge too, where you could see kind of creative ways. On whether they had a service or a product like they really brought it into their launching so I think as a launch absolutely a fun way to add in a feed post that doesn't feel salesy and is a template like you said
1: yeah and I mean shout out to Claire from Glimming Design Co she absolutely slayed the challenge like she was creating like Harry Potter content that made me just like laugh at her (laughs) and one of the coolest things is like so we uh we put a prize together for the top 30 uh challenges that really we thought just did a really good consistent job and Claire was one of those and so we sent her a Starbucks voucher and I put this little funny rhyme on it about (laughs) Harry Potter but it was well deserved because she put tons of effort in
0: yeah. And she even just said today she's fully booked out for 2020 and wow. the last one came from a reels. So wow. I, yes. that's the, that's the perfect way to end it off, right? <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for chatting with me. This was fun. This is so much fun. Thank you so much. And thanks yes. to
1: everyone that joined us. Yes. Thanks
0: for hanging out with us, everyone. Thank you so much to today's expert guests for joining us. If you want to connect with today's guests or check out any of the important links mentioned in the show, I've linked the details in today's show notes. Join the conversation at hashtag the shine online podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. If you love what you've heard today, we really appreciate it and it helps support our show. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.